on the campus of one of the largest universities in the land is a building, a business building, dedicated to a very successful millionaire, maybe even multimillionaire, not quite sure, but the gentleman's from Canada. Uh, He's now passed on. His name is N. Eldon Tanner. He has a quote that really stood out to me as I read it recently. He said this, I am convinced that it is not the amount of money an individual earns that brings peace of mind as much as it is having control of his money. Control. So he says again, I am convinced that it is not the amount of money an individual earns, a million dollars, $200,000, whatever, that brings peace of mind as much as, as it is having control of his money. Control. Isn't that what budgeting's all about? You control the money instead of the money controlling you? Or what about expenditures? What we spend our money on, the goal is that our cash flow is greater than the expenses, that the income exceeds the outgo. So let's talk about some of those things uh, that can help with controlling your money. Right now, it seems like the world is out of control. There's the crisis in Ukraine right now where Russia is invaded. There's all kinds of challenges happening there. What does it mean for the rest of the world as well? Gas prices have already been skyrocketing. And they've gone up already here in the last few days. And this is something where gas prices go up and down over time. And there's challenges, catastrophes, things that happen in the world that impact gas prices. It reminds me of, though, the quote of a first lady from over 40 years ago. She mentioned that what happens in the White House is not nearly as important as what happens in our houses. Or she said, your house. What can we do to control? What things are within our realm of control? The center of influence that we have, according to Stephen R. Covey, what we can control, that center of influence, is more important than the circumstances around us. So, Melissa and I, what are we doing? Well, we see gas prices going up, and so we're in a constant state of what can we do to ensure that over the next few months, few years, that we're not so dependent on the gas prices. And so we've put plans in place to buy the right vehicles, to invest in the right vehicles that are, yes, low maintenance, low cost up front, but also have very low energy cost, that we can actually lower our energy costs on our vehicles. We're also cognizant of emergency preparation. With wars around or with inflation at the highest it's been in decades, we're preparing for emergencies. And when I say emergencies, anything that could go wrong. We're thinking about what if there is a lapse in some of our electrical use, maybe the availability of electricity, the availability as we're seeing of gas. What about food supplies? We've seen that with COVID over the last few years. Food supplies can be interrupted pretty quickly, or we might not be able to access simple things like wipes, Clorox wipes, or toilet paper. So we're constantly talking, not constantly, but we have engaged in several conversations about how we can better prepare for our family. What about things like if you can't go to the gym because the gyms are closed down, which happened for many months and in some cases over a year where you couldn't go work out at a local gym. So do you have the right equipment at home? These are some of the things that we're considering right now that might be a great thing for you to think about as well. We've talked about this in previous episodes, emergency preparation. But as far as did you ever think that that this would happen where there'd be some increases in gas prices. Recently, my wife, Melissa, was at the was at Costco and looking at certain prices of food that we buy and noticed a 50% increase on things 
Within a 48 hours of the invasion, she noticed a 50% increase on chicken, 50% or more increase on butter. Are those in supply? Do you have those in your preparation, in your emergency prep arsenal, if you will? Here's some other things that's kind of going through my mind. I read a quote just recently. It was actually it was a Facebook post by Dave Ramsey. It was pretty cool. It showed uh, what a second job can do for you and what uh, how sometimes you need a second job to be able to dig yourself out of debt. And Dave's talked about that for 20, 30 years. Uh, I've never actually agreed with that. Uh, some people, that's great. They want to get a second job. It typically takes more time away from your family. And what I've seen is most people, if they simply trim their expenses and keep the same lifestyle, but maybe they switch cell phone carriers. They switch certain companies that are just overcharging them. Well, they can save enough money. They don't need a second job and don't have to spend more time away from home. The answer isn't always invest more time so that you get more money. That's the employee approach, which, yeah, you could do that. You could spend more time to get more money, but sometimes it's upgrading your job or creating a business. It's not always just get a second job. I don't know about you, but the appeal to me of going ahead and working at a, a night job uh, where oftentimes you're away from family, it's colder or hotter, it's, that's not an appeal. If your current, current job's not cutting it, the answer is not get a second or third or fourth job or the other spouse works more and just get more money. That may work for some people some of the time, but I don't think that's the, uh, the overall answer. Often we can trim our expenses without getting a second job. We can start a business. Not everyone's made to start a business as well, though. But you can improve your current skills at your current job and your ability so that you can make more money. You can shop your current job. If you currently got a wonderful job, you enjoy it, but you're just not making enough money. Instead of getting a second job and costing more time, why not get better? As my kids often say, get good, get better. Why not? Shop the competition. Years ago, I had a, a wonderful job uh, that I interviewed for on a Friday, but I wasn't sure I was going to get it. So I made sure to have interviews lined up with their competitors. And you don't have to wait until you're looking for a job. At your current job, you can look at the competitors. You can look at other businesses in the industry to be able to get more money. So yeah, you can pay off debt quicker. It was interesting because shortly after the Dave Ramsey post, wouldn't you know it, within 48 hours, Robert Kiyosaki mentioned the exact same thing. You don't have to get a second job. He talked about building investments and businesses. He often talks about the ESBI quadrant, employee, self-employed, business owner, and investor. Robert Kiyosaki, no bones about it. He wants people to become business owners and ultimately investors, where you have passive and portfolio income coming in in abundance, where you're not just set upon work an hour, get paid, work an hour, get paid, work an hour, get paid, or more likely work several hours and then get a paycheck, work several hours and get a paycheck. Kiyosaki's contention is, is hey, inflation never sleeps. Um, interest never sleeps. So why should your income sleep? Why not be making money while you sleep? Why not have money coming in regardless of your health, regardless of your ability to work? That's a great plan. You're not having to, it's kind of a, a plan for if you have challenges with, um, I guess if you're not able to work, you're disabled. You're, even if money's coming in when you're no longer around, you've passed away. Could you imagine creating something that's a legacy building income that just comes in over and over again, whether you're around or not? Well, there you have it. Control your money is what N. Eldon, N. Eldon Tanner talked about. You control your money instead of your money controlling you. 
with Ukraine and Russia and things going on in the world, it's probably a good time to look at your emergency preparation. Are you living within your means? Are you paying off debt rapidly and seeking to avoid it and only getting in debt after careful cons consideration and consultation and being united and figuring out how to pay off that modest debt quickly? Sometimes debt, especially in business life, is essential to be able to build a portfolio. But make sure you're still wise with that. Make sure you can pay it off rapidly. Look at uh, debt to equity ratios. Make sure that the amount of equity you have in your business is substantial and that the debt is very modest. And then remembering Ramsey and Kiyosaki. How do you pay off debt? Is it just getting a second job? Is it only investment and business income? No. It's a little bit of both of those perhaps sometimes, but it's also getting good. Get good at your current job, your current business. Get better. Don't just get good. Upgrade your talents, your abilities, your skills so that you can take care of your family. You can take care of your life. Good luck.